0: Joe Biden shows his true colors again. Reading the Dilbert cartoon has become a lot harder, and pushback from the right is getting a lot stronger. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey! This is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right, um, this was so disturbing. I I added it this morning. This happened yesterday. So the Senate or the House, it was either the House or the Senate. No, it was uh, the Senate. Uh, I mean, uh, the House. Uh, They were talking about fentanyl yesterday. And a woman who lost two of her children to fentanyl and a third person on the same night went up and started talking about her loss and started talking about the administration how the administration is doing nothing to prevent fentanyl from coming over the border. And that with our wide open borders, there's more fentanyl now than we've ever had. And it's it's absolutely true. Now, remember last year, we don't, or I'm sorry, in 2021, 118,000 people died. We don't have the statistics for 2022 yet, but it, it's, it's right around that number, if not more. And now that drugs are basically legal across every every blue state like California you could smoke meth drop fentanyl it it they you won't even go to jail you might get a ticket you especially if you go to cities like San Francisco and Los Angeles they're actually trading drugs right in the streets they're doing that in New York they're doing that in Baltimore so they're doing that in Chicago this is happening in every blue city so let's listen to this woman And then let's talk a little bit about it. And then let's listen to Joe Biden's response, because it's absolutely incredible. And that's the only reason I'm playing this, because you've heard what I think about drug legalization. You know what I think. I'll I'll let you in on it again, just because I like to repeat myself. But let's listen to this. It's really heartbreaking. I totally understand how this woman feels. I've lost a son. To, to drugs. This is half the reason I'm just... That's one of the problem reasons why... One of the problems I have talking about drug legalization, I speak from a level, from a, a almost a podium of knowledge that I think I have because I lost a son to death. I, I can't remember what that's actually called. And I don't like to talk about that. I actually have really good reasons why drug... I never believed in drug legalization. Before my son died, I didn't believe in it. But let's listen to this woman, and it's just heartbreaking. Listen.
1: If we had Chinese troops lining up along our southern border with weapons aimed at our people, with weapons of mass destruction aimed at our cities, you damn well know you would do something about it. We have a weather balloon from China going across our country. Nobody died, and everybody's freaking out about it. But 100,000 die every year, and nothing's being done. Not enough is being done. Numbers are going up, not down. And you talk about children being taken away from their parents. My children were taken away from me. 100,000 Americans every year are having their children. 200,000, because it's both parents, right? are having their children taken away from them. This should not be politicized. It's not about race. Fentanyl doesn't care about race.
0: I mean, that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking and it's happening all the time. I mean, there's so much fentanyl on the streets right now, especially in California. I know we're not the only place that has it, but there is so much fentanyl on the streets. It's almost scary to walk down the street because all you have to do is get a whiff of it and, and you could You could die. They're making fentanyl, the Chinese are making fentanyl look like candy now. It almost looks to the point, it almost looks like the Chinese are doing this on purpose. And it looks like our government is permitting it. I mean, the open border is absolutely insane right now. 100,000 crossing the border every month. 150,000 crossing, I'm sorry, 200,000 crossing every month. that's just the people we know. And a lot of those folks are carrying fentanyl. Just, I think it was just yesterday, or day before yesterday, one million dollars of fentanyl was found in the gas tank of a car that was trying to cross the border. One million dollars. Now the government's screaming, look at what we're doing, look at what we caught. Well, yeah, you did, but That was only one capture. How much did you not catch? And that's a rhetorical question because we already know you're not catching it all. It's all over the streets. The Chinese are selling the fentanyl to the Mexicans. The Mexicans are bringing over the border and our people are dying. And this administration continues to just allow our borders to be completely open. Now I said I was going to talk a little bit about why I'm against drug legalization. I'm not because this isn't this isn't the point here. The point here is to say that this administration does not give a rat's ass about the people of this country. I say it almost every week, probably 3 or 4 times a week. This administration doesn't give a crap. Look at what's happening in East Palestine, Ohio. I don't give a damn oh but you can run over to to effing Ukraine and hand some corrupt politician you what is it 1.7 billion dollars in the last 2 weeks but meanwhile you can't get FEMA to go over to effing East Palestine to help them with a with a environmental catastrophe that this government created It's absolutely incredible. But what's more incredible and the reason I'm actually talking about this and brought this story up if you go to com, you'll just see the juxtaposition between this woman's pain and suffering and Joe Biden's response. Let's listen to what Joe Biden had to say.
2: A little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few more. You're going to have a lot of Republicans running our way. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> our is the reason she was. She was very specific. I shouldn't digress, probably. I've read. She. She was very specific recently, saying that. A mom, a poor mother, who lost two kids to fentanyl, that that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is, that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. (laughs) Look, folks. Anyway, I don't want to get started.
0: This whole thing started because Marjorie Taylor Greene, after this hearing, tore Joe Biden apart. Not only because of his open borders, but because his open borders are creating a drug crisis in this country where 120,000 people are dying a year. And he's not doing a GD thing about it. And he doesn't care, is basically what she said. Now, for some reason, Joe Biden seems to think That Marjorie Taylor Greene pointing this crap out, which by the way, we all believe, we all believe this, is going to drive Republicans into Democratic arms. That suddenly we're going to hug the Democrats. He's wrong. But for him to sit there and say this whole thing is Trump's fault and then giggle about it at the end. Even the Democrats in the audience, this was a Democratic audience. Even the Democrats in the audience said, oh God. And even Joe Biden realized, oh shoot, I probably shouldn't have said that. And he, oh well, I digress. And that's what he does when he realizes, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Here, here's the thing. And to blame Trump is asinine. Listen, Trump hasn't been an, Trump was a politician for four years. Joe Biden's been a politician for 50 years. Trump hasn't been president for th- two and a half years. Joe Biden is president. When Trump left the White House, there was an average those in his last year of office, the average crossings, illegal crossings was 32,000. Now, the average crossings under Joe Biden is 200,000. Really? The fentanyl that killed those kids was under Trump, and I don't know when they died. She was blaming the Biden administration, so I'm assuming they, I think they. it was like two years ago. What difference does it make? They died of fentanyl. Do something about it. And I got news to you. I blame Trump for not doing something about it. I'm thrilled he shut the border down. I'm thrilled he acknowledged there was a drug crisis and there was an illegal alien crisis and that drugs were coming. I don't think anybody has done anything about it. But to sit there, blame Trump, and then giggle about it when the border crisis is five times, I'm sorry, five times, seven times worse under his administration than it was under Trump, that's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. But this is the last thing I want to point out. The callousness and the just not giving a damn. The sociopathy of this president is absolutely incredible. He doesn't care about anything but his own power. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about the people of this country. I'll go this far, he doesn't give a crap about his own family. Bo Biden's death, he had a brain tumor seven years ago or something. And he uses his son's death at every opportunity to bring attention to himself. This is a bad human being. And this little clip better be used as a campaign ad for the Republicans running against him. Hell, I would have far more respect for the Democrats if they put another candidate in there to primary this old fart and get rid of this this senile old man. Because this is what Joe Biden is. We could talk about policy and all that crap, but this is the way this man is. He doesn't give a damn about anyone but himself. His own power... He doesn't care about China. China's helping him. China has probably enriched him. We're going to find out soon enough. When they start, I can't wait till they start going after after Hunter Biden's laptop. And then Joe Biden's going to have to explain some things. How this son of a bitch is not freaking investigated and impeached by now, I, I have no idea. And I think when the evidence comes out this guy could actually be kicked out of office. Absolutely incredible. I never want to hear about how he's uniting and how he's so compassionate and all this. He doesn't give an F about anything but himself. And that's why his family is the way it is. Hunter Biden doesn't give an F about anyone but, it, but himself. Jill Biden, do you think she gives a damn about President Biden? About Joe Biden? Do you think she gives a damn about her husband? If she did, she wouldn't have him as president. The guy's obviously mentally flawed. And by the way, he was mentally flawed. He's a compulsive liar. He is a cheat. And he is an unfeeling, apathetic piece of crap to sit there and make fun. By the way, that woman heard heard his speech and said, you know what, he's got to apologize. That is the most unfeeling crap. I know I've gone off for 15 minutes on this. It really pissed me off. Okay, let's let's go to something else that's kind of weird and uh, it's really an odd story. but it involves you know the typical stuff.
2: Everything is racing.
0: Okay, so the racist of the day, Scott Adams. He's the creator of the Dilbert comic strip. He's the author of several really good books. And he's the host of a podcast called Morning Coffee or something like that. I do listen to his podcast. I've listened to it for a few years. And the reason, and I've read, I think, all but one of his books. I I, I do like Scott Adams. He's a very intellectual guy. He's kind of a quiet, emotional guy, which I think is important here. Um, And he is, he's not a right winger. He's not a conservative. He's kind of a moderate Democrat. He's right, left wing, sort of. He's kind of a Joe Manchin Democrat. All right. So he's really middle of the road. But one of the things he has been fighting against lately is that He finds that the world is... The left has just gone crazy. And so what he does is... He's kind of like Bill Maher in this way. He calls out the left. Now, he's not as leftist as Bill Maher. Bill Maher is a, a, a steep progressive. All right? Bill Maher will talk to conservatives. But he is not a conservative by any stretch of the imagination. He's very progressive. I've seen him debate other conservatives. Like, I've seen him debate... Ben Shapiro. It was one of the greatest interviews I ever saw. These two disagree on everything, but he will talk to you. Well, Scott Adams um, got canceled this week, and he got canceled this week because he was reacting to a poll that was taken by Rasmussen, where the respondents were asked, is it okay to be white? Now, before we get into the controversy, and let's listen to a bit of Of his rant and yes i'm going to call this a rant so we're gonna we're gonna look at this we're gonna listen to a little bit of this and then we're gonna take i'm gonna take a couple of directions when attacking
2: this so let's listen Uh, well rasmussen poll uh had a uh provocative little poll today they said, uh, do you agree or disagree with the statement, uh, it's okay to be white? That was an actual question. Rasmussen asked, you know, white and black voters, and, and probably others, uh, do you disagree or agree with the statement, it's okay to be white? 26% of blacks said uh, no. It's not okay to be white. 21% weren't sure. Add them together that is 47% of black respondents were not willing to say it's okay to be white. That, that actually, that's like a real poll. This just happened. Did you have any idea? <laughs> would, would you have imagined that that could have happened? So I realized, um, as you know, I've been identifying as black for a while, years now, because I like, you know, I like to be on the winning team. And I like to help. And I, I always thought, well, if you help the black community, that's sort of the biggest lever. You know, you, could, you can find the, the biggest benefit. So I thought, well, that's the hardest thing and the biggest benefit. So I'd like to focus a lot of my life resources in helping black Americans. So much so that I started identifying as black to just be on the team I was helping. But it turns out that nearly half of that team uh, doesn't think uh, I'm okay to be white. Which is, of course, why I identified as black, because so I could be on the winning team for a while. But I have to say, uh, this is the first political poll that ever changed my activities. I don't know that that's ever happened before. You know, normally you see a poll, you just look at it, you go, ah, whatever. <laughs> you know, oh, this is interesting what other people think. But as of today, I'm going to re-identify as white because I don't want to be a member of a hate group. I'd accidentally joined a hate group. So if, if you know nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Get, where, wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape.
0: Okay. This was deemed racist. Now I say this was deemed racist because whenever I hear someone gets canceled for racism, I automatically think, okay, I got to listen to the clip first. I got to listen to his entire diatribe that I gave you a good portion of it, but I didn't give it all to you yet. So we'll talk about what he said in a second, but the story goes the next day, after this podcast, he lost all his Dilbert contracts from something like a thousand newspapers. He lost his book publisher. So now his books, which are very good, are they don't have a publisher. And finally, and he lost his agent. Basically, the guy's been canceled. Now again, I have several thoughts on this. I'm going to come, come at it from a bunch of directions. Um, and I'm even going to do something that I don't like to do, but unless I call it out, so I'm going to call it out first. I'm actually going to point to the grandstands where I'm going to hit the home run. I'm going to use whataboutisms. That's going to be because I don't think his canceling was right. Now, as far as what he said, like I had said, I only played a short clip. About two minutes of his entire six, seven minute rant. And what he said is racist. It was a racist thing to say. Again, he gets, it gets worse after that clip. He basically is calling for segregation, that whites should be living in white neighborhoods and blacks should be living in black neighborhoods We should have no contact with each other. That is bad. He also clumps all blacks, 100% of blacks, into the 26% of blacks that said it's not okay to be white. If he had said, hey, that 26% of blacks that, that don't like to be white, they should move away. We should stay away from them. I would agree with that. But for the 21% that said, well, I don't know, I mean, they might not have even understood the question. It was kind of a strange poll. We'll get to that in a second. But 52% did say, yeah, it's okay to be white. So a majority of blacks still think it's okay to be white. And those 21% that said, I don't know, I'm going to assume the best. I'm going to assume, well, they just didn't really understand the question and at least Half of those, probably more, would say, yeah, it's okay to be white. And yes, 26% of blacks, that sounds like a lot. It really isn't. That's actually quite low. So I don't think the poll got what it wanted. But you can't clump all blacks because a small minority of blacks think a certain way. That's, what, that's what's happening to whites. Whites are being clumped together. As a small, because a small group are white supremacists or racists, and I think that is less than 10% of whites. If someone asks me you okay to be black, I, I think 90, 90, 95% of whites are saying, yeah, it's okay to be black, it doesn't matter. Okay. But here's what Adams was really complaining about, and this is what no one caught. Okay, he was complaining about the poll. Why was this poll even being asked except to divide? Except to divide. Why would Rasmussen even ask this poll? Could it be to stoke racial tensions? I mean, that's what the media does. Now, as far as I'm concerned, with that poll, I haven't even seen the poll because... I'm kind of like him. I don't really give a damn about polls. They don't mean much to me. But as far as I, I completely agree, That's, those 26% of racist blacks can F off. I don't care. I don't care what they've got to say. I got to tell you the truth. I've only met one black person who's ever thought that kind of stuff. I've only met one black person. Who has ever said, well you're a racist because you're white. Don't you want to acknowledge you're racist? Because that's the only way you can be an anti-racist. I've only met one black person that believed that. So I know that population. I think that 26% is probably high. I don't think most black people believe that. They do if they go to college because that's what they're taught. All that being said, is Scott Adams a neo-Nazi? My edu- my very educated guess is no. Here's the thing. His Dilbert cartoon, which I haven't seen them all, but his Dilbert cartoon never mentions race. I've read all but, I believe, one of his books. and I, And that's because I'm sure there's a book out there I haven't read but I don't know what it is. He has never in any of his books discussed race. I have listened to his show. It's on, I, I, I found it on, on Twitter and then I just listened to it on my podcast. He has never mentioned race. Did he say something stupid and racist? Yes, he did. But you can say something stupid and racist and not be a racist. And by the way, he doubled down on this. He did not sit there and say, yeah, I did. I, I said something racist and apologized. He never apologized. And by the way, for this, he probably should have apologized. But the fact of the matter is, he already knows, and I know this reading his books, that if he apologizes, it's not going to be accepted. So what's the point of apologizing? I don't blame him for that. I don't blame him for that at all. So here's my question. Here's my thing. If you're going to call Scott Adams a racist, which what he said was racist, but you, I, I'm saying don't attribute an action to malice when you can attribute it to stupidity. I don't know who said that, but that's true. So I think he said a stupid thing. And by the way, lots of brilliant people in the world have said stupid things. So I will say he said a stupid thing. But if you're going to call Scott Adams a racist for saying a stupid thing about this Rasmussen poll, how can you not call Rasmussen racist for just asking the question? Again, do I think Rasmussen overall is a, a, a racist outlet? No, I don't. I think this was a stupid poll. I think it was a racist poll. But I will tell you one thing. Their intentions seem far closer to malice than what Scott Adams said with emotion. Because I think Scott Adams showed emotion in this whole thing. Now here's the question I would have. What would happen if the question was reversed? What would happen if a bunch of white people were asked is it okay to be black? And 26% of white people said no it's not. And 21% I don't know. What would black people be doing? Would a black person compl- going off on a rant like this, would he be canceled? I don't know. Let's see. LeBron James said he doesn't trust white people and wouldn't want any white people for friends. Did he get canceled? No, he got a bigger contract. He's worth a billion dollars. Um, Evergreen College, Evergreen College in Washington, has a day of absence. Where white people and teacher, teachers, and both teachers and students, are not allowed to come on campus. Only people of color or black people are allowed on campus. Heck, Brett Weinstein and his wife, I think he teaches physics or something, were, had to leave the college because of death threats, because they wouldn't acknowledge this damn thing, and they went on campus. Is that racist? Were any of these people caught on video screaming about white people being on campus, were they canceled? Dozens of high schools and colleges, including Harvard, Columbia, Ohio State University, have segregated classes and graduations because the black people don't want to graduate with the white people. Or the black people don't want to be in the same place as white people. I mean, that's the direction is. Is that racist? Why aren't those people canceled? How about this from the cut? This went viral. Now, you may have heard this video. If you have been listening to my podcast for a few years, you may have heard this video before. Because I played this video before. And I said the same thing back then. This sounds kind of racist. Well, let's listen to this video. I am so angry today. Oh, I'm an angry, angry little man. But let's listen to this cut. And tell me, is this racist? What are white people superior at?
1: <laughs> what exactly are white people superior at? They're real good at violence. Violence. Genocide. It's like stealing people's lives just because they feel like it. If you are white and you know this is happening, and you say nothing, then you're a killer too. What exactly are white people superior at? Insecurity. Pretending. Fear. Being fearful of nothing. Being ignorant. Blame. Letting their egos control their every move. Superior at being dicks.
2: What exactly are white people superior at?
1: Oppression. Gaslighting. Lack of empathy. Intellectualizing oppression.
2: Did I say oppression? What exactly are white people superior
1: at? Taking what's not there. Taking shit. Taking our ideas. Copycatting. Gentrification. Appropriating things that do not belong to them. Taking over other people's cultures. And making you believe that they invented it. Maybe they're thinking of it as repurposing. It's like recycle and repurpose. As my grandma would say, the white folk, they'll take it if you don't copyright it. They are very good at destruction of land, destruction of people, destruction of humanness. Republican, whether you're Democrat, whether you're conservative, like white people are really good at upholding white supremacy. How about claiming that, you know, they are actually a whole separate race when actually white DNA comes from the black female? So what exactly are white people superior at? Honey, lying, stealing and
0: cheating. Manipulation.
1: Withholding information.
0: Lying. Telling lies. Question for you. That was from the cut. The cut is a far left wing uh, media outlet. Most of the stuff I've seen, I do subscribe to them. I actually watch their videos because their videos are just the most a- immoral things out there. I mean, this is a group that says, "Is it okay to have foursomes and crap like that?" It's really a weird, weird outlet. So I mean, it's not a legitimate They Probably found as many of the 10% of blacks that think it's not okay to be white as they possibly could. And if you see the video, go to dumbass is talking politics you can see it.com. You can see it. Um, here's the question. What if a, it, we we reverse the races? What if a bunch of white people were interviewed and they and they were asked what are white people black people superior at and every one of those answers came out of the white people's mouths what would that that be considered racist, right? I mean, it should be. That was racist. Everything these people said was racist. It's like white people. And by the way, I hate the term white people. It's like I hate the term black people. I'm not identified by my race. I'm freaking Irish German. That's what I am. I'm Irish German. I'm not, I'm not even British. I've got very little British in me. I have no Italian in me, no Spanish in me. Spanish, by the way, is a, a country that's white. I have very little Russian in me. To sit back and, and, and group me as a white guy seems honestly kind of cruel, insensitive. But anyway, I, I'm going off and I'm just now I'm forgetting where I'm supposed to be. But here's the thing. When a group, when a racial group especially, sees that they have the moral high ground, when they see they're superior to another group, either through intellect, wisdom, morals in any way, and they think that group is lesser, that's a racist group. This group of people they had in the cut thinks they are superior to white people. What is the difference between them and the KKK or other white supremacist groups? Isn't that exactly? They see white people as less than human? We have no intrinsic value whatsoever? That's what these black people think? That seems kind of racist. Now, did Scott Adams say something racist? Yeah, he did. But then again... You could almost say sort of. No, I can't say sort of. He did. But but the thing is, it was a reaction. He defined, he didn't actually define that whites were superior to blacks. He didn't do that. He did not do that. He just said, hey, if you guys hate us so much, and that was another racist thing he said, that everyone, all black people hate white people. That was a racist. He said, you don't want to live with us, don't live with us. He should have been talking to that 26%. But here's the thing with this whole... Well, I mean, and then he called for segregation and things like that. Um, it's not necessarily racist. It's just he's, what he said was racist. That doesn't make him a racist. I, that's what I should say. Should he be canceled? No. No. People might have heard what he said. They won't like what he said. And guess what they'll do? They won't, wa- they won't read Dilbert. They won't buy his books. And they won't listen to his podcast. That's 99% of what usually happens. Canceling someone because he said something. And I, I believe he said something from an emotional lens. If you saw the video, he actually looks angry. But here's the thing. And and this is one thing I do want to point out. If you're continually called a racist, if you're continually called a racist, there's going to be pushback. And sometimes that shove can be really hard. That's what Scott Adams did. He shoved really hard back. Wasn't a good look. Sounded racist. But then again, when blacks do things, That are not a good look and that sound racist. It needs to be pointed out as racist. And if you're going to cancel Scott Adams, you got to cancel them. The cut should have been canceled. What about that Rasmussen poll? That should have been canceled. Rasmussen should have gotten shit for that poll. Of course, they didn't. So, here, I'll go back to the main point. I like to apply the stupidity rule. Never apply malice to an action if you can apply stupidity to that action. And in this case, words. I would prefer to think that Scott Adams said something actually quite racist. He didn't mean it. He just let his emotions go. That doesn't mean he's a racist. I've already told you, I, I have listened to his podcast, I have read his books, and I've read the Dilbert. I, I've actually read fewer Dilbert cartoons than books. And he never mentions race, ever. I am not going to call this guy a racist because the first time he sees something he doesn't like, he responds to it and pushes hard. He's canceled. Not buying it. Especially looking at all of the... Right now, if you're white, you're evil. That's what's happening. This is where genocides come from. This is where concentration camps come from. Ask the Jews. Ask the Uyghurs. Ask the Japanese. They've all gone through this. For, in the case of the Uyghurs, they're still going through this. So, yes, Scott Adams said something really stupid. It was a dumb thing to say. He should apologize, and then we should move on. He should apologize once. He should not live out his apology, and he should not be condemned for the rest of his life. Just like LeBron James should not be canceled. I don't think LeBron James should be canceled. Do I like what he said? No. And that's why I don't give a damn about the Lakers or basketball. The NBA, I don't care what they they do. I just don't go to NBA games. I don't watch it on TV. That's my cancellation. Evergreen College? Yeah, I don't like what they did. But I'm never going to send my kids there. Anyway. I'm sorry. This was a really angry podcast. And... I'm not even going to get to my next set of stories because I'm already 40 minutes into this. My voice always seems to be getting better and then it begins to fall apart. I'm going to do a podcast tomorrow (coughs) because I want to get through this because the pushback is going to be important because when people, and this is where I do, I think he said it very clumsily. I, I think it was wrong what he said. But I think this is the pushback that our nation is going to need to go through to counter this woke BS. It needs to happen. And there needs to be pushback. You're going to call me a racist? F you. You're the racist for calling me that. I haven't even mentioned race. And these guys, this is, I'm sorry, Rasmussen should be in trouble. This was a racist poll. There was no other reason to have this poll but to create racial division. LeBron James is a racist. Should he be canceled? Absolutely not. But he is a racist. The people at Evergreen College that support this day of absence, and by the way, I don't think they all support the day of absence. They're racists. And in that case, yeah, those people I don't want to deal with, I don't want to be LeBron James' friend. He's a racist. I want him away from me. That's what Scott Adams was saying, but he was conflating the issue. That was racist. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.